We're live. Oh, we are. Yeah, we are live. Uh, this is the first video broadcast of It's Rare. I'm Phil Rare, and I've got a couple people with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Jesse Jane. I own the 18th Amendment, Barrington Distillers. I'm also a code enforcement officer for the town of Barrington. So I got a lot going on. <laughs> Great. And this is Marianne Lewandowski from the Water Street Wine Bar. How busy are you, Jesse? You must be, but that busy? No, actually, not really. Oh, okay. no, there's not much going on. <laughs> no one wants to build right now. No one wants to drink at my place. So. I think everybody wants to drink at your place and everybody wants to build right now. They're just not allowed to. So yeah, why don't, have you thought about going the to go uh, glasses and selling your bottles? Have you thought about doing that? Yeah. But uh, I have sold like some bottles. People are coming in. Right. But the problem is I think people are a little nervous to even be out. So, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, a trying for us, but then I've gone to other business. You're doing pretty good. A lot of takeout. We've done I'm a little. Worried. I'm mostly worried that I can't come down and get what I need anymore. Yeah, well, that that sucks. There there is a bunch of whiskey in there, Phil. I'll give you a key. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. I'll, anytime you want to give me a key, I'll take it. <laughs> so we've been doing some takeout at the wine bar this week i think like you said was the probably the scariest because no one knows what's going on and cuomo keeps changing his mind or just keeps changing it day by day yeah but i think right now we're probably in a normal situation our new normal i guess you could say so for the wine bar we're going to be open thursday friday and saturday and just doing specials each day but that's what we're doing right now that's a good idea. What kind of specials are you rolling with? So Thursdays, we're going to do the buy one, get one, our flatbread pizza. It could be whatever thing, anything you want. Um, Shar's been coming up with specials on that too. On Fridays, um, we're going to be doing, uh, shoot, what is she doing Fridays? Now I forgot. Was that the mac and cheese? Thank you. It was the mac and cheese. So she did, <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. An incredible smoked Gouda mac and cheese, which I devoured yesterday, which was a leftover. And on Saturdays, um, we're going to be pushing, we're going to be having a meatball. We're going to be having a meatball sandwich. The meatball. Phil's going to be doing a dance, the meatball dance, and that's just how nice. we're going to promote it. I'm going to show up and check it out. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. I have just a bunch of men out there doing the meatball dance. <laughs> it's going to be great. But I think if we keep it concise to three days, keep it simple, because everyone's trying to be as local as possible. But yeah. a lot of people also lost jobs, too. So everyone's doing the best they can. And you're doing a gift certificate uh, special, right? Or is that? Yeah. yeah, I stole this idea from somebody else. Buy $100, get the 100 and I'll throw in another 20 I've sold a couple of those so far. So that's. I'll take one. I'll take you'll, one. You'll take, I'll one? take one? You want to take five, don't you, bud? Five. Five. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of okay. money. Money. Yeah. That's a big investment. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll do the, we'll do the one. Yeah. 
But you know, what do you guys miss the most since we've been doing this whole quarantine thing? Mm. Other than making money is probably a miss too. But I miss people. You yeah, I think we, I think we've talked. I'm not like a, I'm kind of like an introvert. So I mean, for me, the people, I kind of miss uh, just how happy everyone was. Like you go on social media, everyone's so negative. It's kind of been rough. I think uh, we were all doing pretty good. We were complaining about stupid stuff. Now we got some serious stuff going on. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. I miss life. I, I look back and I look back how I was so unappreciative to certain things. Like I was like with the trivia questions, I'm like, God, coming up with those questions were so hard. <laughs> now I really miss coming up with those questions because you, you see certain people every day. And I don't know when I'm going to see these people again. Yeah. Well, so what's the solution then? You got to do online trivia, right? Yes. So we're going to figure gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah Michael Healy's. We need to make some questions for Michael Healy's um, genre. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know what that is. Um, Beach Boys music, I think. Beach oh boy. Boys and boats and babes from Boston. Yes, I think all of that will work. Beach from Boston. <laughs> all that will work. So, what do you guys do every day? I thankfully still have a job. I go to work every day still. But what do you have yeah, up to? Working from home, trying to keep in touch with people, trying to the big thing, my big push right now is I'm trying to sort out uh finding ways to get people to feel better. You've about been doing a good job with that, by the way. Getting out on the trail. Mm -hmm. You know. Just taking mm -hmm. advantage of the situation instead of, you know being at home and not feeling good. Jesse, you? Yeah, I guess I'm kind of like Phil, just doing a little bit in there, a little bit of work. I've been, the big thing I've been trying to do is I've been visiting a lot of restaurants, bars, people that I know their sole income is, you know, alcohol, food. And I've probably spent over 500 dollars this week just trying to support everyone so wow. yeah thank you that's awesome Good for you. it's been uh my girlfriend and i take turns thank god but you know we've probably eaten out every night this week yeah wow yeah. so donate have, money to them you're very sweet i have um rice and beans in my kitchen right now so i'm doing that whole thing doing the best nice. i can yeah I would like to be able to go support businesses, but most of them don't have uh, carnivore options on their menu. So it makes That's it true. tough for me. So I just mostly been cooking at home, stocking up on ribeyes. Oh, God. Yeah, we're going to have the meatballs. <laughs> all the steak and eggs. But what are you going to put in the meatballs? You're going to add crackers. I can't. That's not made out no. of meat. You put what crackers and meatballs? Meatballs. Meatball sandwiches, yeah. but we'll just give you the balls. I love the meatball sandwich idea. I think. Can, can you imagine a meat a meatball? Oh, I can't even talk. A meatball without breadcrumbs. It would be a 
be pretty gross. It's, it's... It would be a hamburger. <laughs> I think it'd be great. It'd be okay. Jesse, how have your parents been doing? Because we miss your parents seeing them at the bar. Oh, they're good. They're loving it. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My parents are like uh, social distancing pros, I would say. Yeah. Pretty good. Well, I miss them. <laughs> I, I think my mom misses it. She misses going going out drinking, seeing everyone. My dad's kind of a loner. So he's happy to just be sitting home. Well, this mm. with all this stuff coming no. out. And like you guys literally just reopened and we were excited we we're excited about our new normal having you guys come back. And then all of a sudden yeah. oof, we're all closed down. I'm like, this sucks. So I'm glad I got to be there Thursday. That was nice. That was cool. Stop that. Did you uh, get a hold of your lender company and like talk? I don't even know if you have a lender company. I haven't but. even talked to anyone because I've been still working every day. So right. the calls are going to have to be made to everyone and saying, asking them, like, what does this look like for the rest of us right now? Right. I know I'm not the only one. But I'm really hoping, I don't know about you, but I'm really hoping that the government's going to help us all out. But I don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, Lions National Bank hasn't given me any answers. But uh, FLEDC's deferred all of our payments for 90 days. Okay. That's awesome. That's yeah, great. so at least they're trying. I don't know about other banks or other businesses. So, so I'm, I'm hoping good. that... At least we can get, you know, it looks like mortgages have been deferred for a couple months just across the board in New York State. Yeah. And I think that the problem is that uh, rents are people's incomes, too. So, right. Right. Most I mean, I don't know what percentage of the population is renting right now or what percentage of businesses are renting right now, but yeah. if they don't get some kind of relief. I mean, those are the people that, you know might not even be able to afford uh, the rent. So. Shit, sorry guys, my camera fell. It's gonna be tough. There we go. We gotta take it day by day and we'll just figure it out, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll, most of us will survive. Well, sales tax <laughs> is still due on the 20th. <laughs> it's like, here you go. I thought they pushed that back. Not sales tax. No. No. No, no not sales tax. Wait, wasn't it the 20th tax. two days ago? Yeah, I paid my sales tax. Oh, okay, good. As long as you paid it. I, I, mean, I paid it. The thing with a business and sales tax, you usually have it in an account mm-hmm. yeah, already. Yeah, you can keep it separate. So. You have to keep it separate. Yeah. I was kind of hoping they would be like, you know what? You guys are going through enough, but yeah. It felt my, uh, it. my my sister uh, was asking about this mug, and uh, I thought she had a set of these mugs, um, minus the, the It's Rare sticker, obviously. It's RAR. <clears throat> so I'll have to make sure that she gets some It's Rare stickers. RAR. 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 Yeah. I love it. It's, it's definitely RAR. Yeah. Maybe in French, it's rare. It's know. rare. <laughs> French. It's definitely rare. <laughs> so, Jesse, can we still buy alcohol from you? That's that's important to know too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got lots How of do we do that? 
Yeah. How do we get, how do we buy alcohol from you? So you have to come up to the, I guess the main base Barrington distillers and it's on a dirt road. So don't be sketched out. You might hear some banjos. Don't worry. It's not like the deliverance. I never hear the banjos. Yeah, you're good. What are are the hours up there? So we're just going to do Saturday, Sunday, noon to five. Trying to see. I'm worried people aren't going to come. They haven't really been coming. So could we do, can we do a bloody Mary to go? Sure. Yeah. You can do anything to go. That would be cool. Like a Mason jar to go. Wow. Well, yeah. Union, Union block's been doing idea, it. It's so. a really good idea. They, they're doing Mason jars. They're doing the Mason jars. So they're, Josh is putting the alcohol in there from what I from what I understand and the, and then they have to cover it because the FLA is approving a lot of really crazy things and it's to yeah. go. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. more power to them at the Union Block. I thought that was a fantastic idea. And I'm sure they're doing pretty good. I think, again, we're all in the same boat. It, I mean, I talked to Josh for a little bit. He said the first couple of days were just like really scary, but, you know, I think people are catching on to what's being available, what they can do. Um but that's something you could possibly do too. But the SLA yeah. allowing stuff like this, this is pretty unheard of ever. Like let me selling bottles hey. to wine. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. I think if, if they can allow this now, <clears throat> right. There's no reason they can't allow this all the time. Good luck with that. True. Good luck with that. <laughs> I said the same oh. thing. But yeah. uh if this is okay now, it should be okay all the time. I don't know if that'll fly. I'm I'm telling you, there will be more DWI deaths because of allowing drinking in cars than there will coronavirus. I, oh, I, come I on, bet. you don't say that. You don't think they're not so? allowing no. drinking in cars, are they? Uh, you would you wouldn't you'd hope not. But you how have many people covered, are. No, I would hope people would not do that. Yeah, yeah. I hope not either. But you're so I like, positive. What's you that? know what? You're so positive. This, this <laughs> has nothing to do. This has nothing to do with people drinking in cars, though. If right. people want to drink in cars, they're going to drink in cars. Not this is this doesn't change that in any way. True. I guess I can Except, see where you're coming from. Unless they're being more reckless, just because um, they know they're going to get the virus anyway. I don't know. I would. So I would. I think back to myself at 21, 22. Just like a couple days ago. I wasn't very responsible. <laughs> and I'm not worried about adults as much as I am, you know, the younger 20 year old kids that want to go be crazy, get drinks to go. Have you, have you think, do you think that that's really been happening? Cause every, it just seems so quiet in town. Maybe, maybe it's not like I'm I, probably a cynic. Yeah. Like just, People don't have to go anywhere. They don't. Right. People don't have to go, and they can't. Just an FYI, trash is still being picked up, so put your trash out. Always bag your trash. Yeah. Thank God for that. I'm Thank thankful. God for the trash. No, I'm really thankful that I work there. That that's. Do you work where? I work at Cardinal. You know that. Oh, you do. That's right. Yeah, you would talk about that. Yeah, at your bar. Let's forget. <laughs> But I'm thankful for the drivers every day. So it's like you never 
you never want to give them a hard time about anything. It's just them coming to work and doing that. That's when you really appreciate stuff like that. Could you imagine if, if some if Cuomo's like, okay, shut down everything? How much trash and everything's gonna be built up? That would be. Yeah. I don't know. You don't. You don't want to think about that right now. No, that would be bad. So, what do you guys think? Both your opinions. Once this is all over, are people gonna come back? And- start spending money again are people going to be like keeping it tight to their chest worried about it you know something like this happening again i think it depends on how long this goes if they continue to tell us that we can't go to these businesses it's going to put such as such a stop on the economy right that people aren't going to be I mean, everybody says, oh, yeah, when this is done, we're all going to go out to the bars. We're all going to go out to the restaurants. We're all going to go out and support local businesses. And we're going to want to do that. But a lot of people aren't going to be able to afford to do that because they've lost their livelihood for right now. It's an indefinite amount of time. Right. You know, he right. said Cuomo came out and he said, oh, we're going to shut down 50 percent of your workforce. And that and he said and, and it might be something else some other day. And the next day it's 75 and then the next day it's, you know, a hundred percent. Like how can you adjust? How can you plan for that as a business owner? And then as an employee, not knowing, Oh, you know what? Actually by the end of the week, that's it. That's all the income I'm going to have. Unless yeah. I can get unemployment or something. There need, there definitely needs to be government assistance with all that. And not only that though, Jesse, you're right. It could come back. Like nobody knows what they're doing. We're just taking it day by day, trying to figure it out. But I, I really do appreciate Cuomo saying, let's shut everything down to try to control the situation. Like I have friends traveling from down south and they're not taking any of this seriously. So you have us taking it seriously, but what about everybody else? I right. just, I'm, I'm really concerned about that aspect of it, quite honestly. See, I'm kind of on the other side of that because I think that uh, for him to say we're shutting it down, I think that's an overstep. I think what the role for him should be is to educate us on it, to tell us what uh, the risks are, to make recommendations, um, and then to say, you know, I really hope that you follow these recommendations. And using law enforcement to enforce, you know, forcing people to stay home, forcing people to follow whatever he came up with on any given day. I think that's a little bit too far. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm with you. I think, uh, how, how is law enforcement going to enforce this anyways? Because they're trying to keep people out of jail. They're starting to release people. So right. what's the, you're going to find them. You're going to find I'm not a person. My window form, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you're going to find a person that doesn't collect a paycheck. Oh, and well, that you're also giving a thousand dollars a month from the government, what to pay the fine? You're not going to put them in jail. So, Michael, yeah, hey, I don't know just, what the plan just is. FYI, just an FYI. I don't mean to cut you off, but um, <clears throat> we're, a couple of us are going up to Barrington to pick up some Bloody Marys. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, go for it. All right. For sure. All right, good. Do you have the mason jars to go, or do we have? <laughs> I don't have mason jars. We have plastic okay. cups. Uh, okay. Mason jars Why is a good I'm... idea. Okay. Because you saw that they're <laughs> they're taking away the whole. Remember the whole reusable bags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great timing for that, by the way. I know. 
No, no everyone's no, loving no plastic again. Anymore, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. They've actually banned uh, in Iowa. I got an article from my friends in Iowa uh, that they've banned the reusable bags in grocery stores in Iowa uh, as long as this goes on. Aren't, aren't they thinking about doing that in New York? Wasn't there? Well, a... they've banned they've banned single use bags in New York, but okay. they're delaying that ban so you can still use uh, single use bags, just the regular grocery bags at this point. Okay. But in Iowa, they're saying you can't you, you can't bring reusable bags because people aren't clean enough to wash their bags and make sure they're not putting them up, up there dirty. Just an FYI, I got my plastic bags from Ruth at Oak Hill for my. <laughs> hey, there you go. There we go. <laughs> We're promoting Oak Hill, by the way. My bartender. She's a great bartender. Uh, really. yeah. She's awesome. She's a great person. Awesome. Yeah, we should get Ruth on here. That would be interesting. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> do you think? Do you think we can get her right now? You know, she's probably working, but I can. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me shoot her a text. I, I guess I can't exit my phone. You can't do that one. No. no, so we're not going to do that. <laughs> That's not happening. So, I love it. So, Jesse, tell us. Um, I'm curious about the backstory. You you've, you wear a lot of hats. I wear a lot of hats. Not on your head, but uh, metaphorically. <laughs> so, yeah. what's the story? With you've got the distillery, you've got the bar, and then you're also a, a code enforcement officer. <laughs> that part's really funny, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I started out wanting to be a cop, and yeah, you know, I really want to be a police detective more than a cop. So, do you I, watch I, any police shows? Were you watching a lot of like? No, I was. Time. I was an athlete and I was like an adrenaline junkie, you know, and I was like, oh, being a cop would be like a profession where you can keep the adrenaline going and all that. So started being a corrections officer and that was the exact opposite. And I was like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. So quit that. And I've always made moonshine in the woods. So I was like, you know, I'm going to start a distillery. So I started selling it illegally and I was making enough to survive probably 1200 a Sweet. month. And I was like 19 or 20. So finally bad. it was selling so much. My dad decided to build my distillery. So I didn't go to jail. He thought it was oh, a good idea. So yeah. And that's where the distillery came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and love then, the fact that you opened it up in Penyan. Like that was, we've been waiting for you guys for so long and you finally opened up and your, your place is incredible. It's awesome. It's fun. Yeah. You I think that gives Penyan some different you know, little high end cocktail bar. That's great. Yeah. The only reason we did that was I was actually asked by a lot of people to bring it into Penyan because they didn't like the idea of driving out to Barrington and drinking and having to drive home. And most of my customers are from Penyon around the Bob area. Rosemary? Yeah. Bob and Rosemary, they 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 uh, they're, they're probably one of them. Yeah. They're great. They're, they're, awesome. Bunch. they're awesome. 
There we are. And, there we are. And that so that's a satellite location down there. So it's still a still my distillery. People think it's a, a really a restaurant bar, but it's really a farm distillery. Right. In downtown Penyan. So, I think it's your, a great addition to the town, really. Yeah, what are your plans uh, going forward with that? I'll probably just, uh, you know, the speakeasy in the basement, keep it, you know, get that going, keep the top the same. I like the way the top works. Goes mm -hmm. well. Do you think we think could this, open the, the speakeasy next week? We should. I don't know about that. Yeah. They'll definitely check the 18th Amendment first, though. I'm a little, you know, the name gives it away. We don't follow rules. So, well, especially since Jody just saw this live broadcast, and he's like, "Let's go have a beverage, but social distance, most totally." <laughs> we just well, have to sit two bar stools apart from each other. There you go. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I will keep distance from all of you people. I have no problem doing that. But um, his his dad just did pass away, so I wanted to at least no. see him. So yeah, very good. Good. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, we had a recent death in Barrington. You ever heard of uh, Sutherland built Sutherland construction? I heard about that. I heard about that yeah. yesterday. That guy was like a, I guess like a legend in Barrington. You know, he's like he started it. He built probably half the houses on the on the lake. Oh, really? So, yeah. Wow. Kind of so, crazy to see someone like that. Can so. I tell you when we were in Cancun and we were walking in the restaurant and I see in the back of a shirt, WFLR radio station. I'm just like, what? I'm in fucking Cancun. What the fuck? So <laughs> I, we, we eventually went over to him and introduced ourselves like, Hey, we're, we live in Penyan. And he, it was him. It was him that we was like, yeah. Oh my God, it's crazy. Then yeah. I found out yesterday that he passed away and that's so, so incredibly sad. Yeah, it was kind of tough for everyone in the town. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, and then, oh, to finish my story. And then Sorry. code enforcement. The only reason I do that job is uh, the whole thing with the only place, you know, where they were trying to shut down all the alcohol in Barrington. So it's yeah. kind of a, it was a chess move. It oh, was like, I'm going to jump. a guy's job. Yeah. Make sure you don't end up on the wrong end of it. Right. So <laughs> I, I tried to jump jump it and I did a good job. You know, and we took care of cess problems and nice. I'm still open and I don't know how long I'll do it for. Uh, Is I like that everyone like up there. An elected position or how does that work? It's Is appointed. Appointed. It's appointed. Yeah. And th mm -hmm. they came to my distillery, two or three of them, and they asked me to take the job. And really? I, was like, wow. eh, I don't know. And then, yep. <laughs> then I, you know, Seth's thing was so bad. I was like, I should jump on it. I should really just do it. So he really got forced to, I mean, he got hosed for how long? That went on for at least a couple of years, didn't it? Yeah, probably uh, 2015 to 2018. So he must have lost a lot of money on that. Yeah. And the state was finding him because yeah. the town was after him and trying to find anything they could. So Seth was actually paying money to the state to stay open because his deck was illegal. It's a pretty interesting story. He'd That's be wild. a good guy to put on a podcast. He'd be. Yeah. He'd have a lot to say. 
<laughs> yeah, love to get somebody like that on here. Yeah, but he's no, all legal now. Just... And that guy's going to jail now, isn't he? Who? Uh, they the, say he could go to jail, but I think the court enforcement officer that was that was uh, kind of giving him the raw deal yeah. is in a lot of trouble over that. Oh yeah. Well, he falsified a document, so can't that was that. pretty big. Well, yeah, you can't do that stuff. Just because you don't like somebody? Is that why? Well, yeah, because Seth wasn't following the rules the way he thought he should. So he took a camera phone in his pocket and video recorded him, then posted it on something. And it just like got out of control from there. You know, it was like two egos, you know, like they're oh. bumping and no one could back down. So is that a pretty demanding job? Yeah, I'd say so. I Like the hours are demanding because you're dealing with the Mennonite community who wants to want, like work at six in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then you got contractors that don't get working till eight. So you, you, you're like so spread out on when you're doing right. inspections and catching people doing things. It's, a, it's pretty tough. At least you can make your own hours, though. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. I imagine at most places like Jerusalem or Milo or something like that, that they have to be to work like 40 hours a week. So I imagine they have like a 8 to 5 or whatever they do there. Before all this happened with the pandemic. Um, I talked to somebody that said that this was going to be one of the busiest years ever for building permits. Really? That there were already a ton of permits pulled, getting ready to do stuff. And hmm. I don't know what's, have you noticed that at all? That's no, it's kind of quiet. Most people, uh, the lake is so congested, you know, there's so many houses. You can't put any more houses in there. So a lot of it's just like, do it though. right. I mean, they, they just upgrade their houses. And right. at this point, most of the people in Barrington are, you know, they got, they have brand new cottages. Yeah. I wish I had a brand new cottage. That would be nice. Actually, you wouldn't want to live down there. No, no, no the people, not all the people, but mm. a lot of the people down there are, very entitled. Not all of them. I have some really good friends that live on the lake that are great people. But then you have the other people that come in from Rochester, or Buffalo, and they are like, they think that they're supposed to get special treatment. Yeah. I'm sure well, you can Jamie, imagine. I, I got your answer on what the hours are for the Jerusalem quote enforcement officers. They According did. to uh, Jamie Sisson, it's 7 to 3.30. There you go. So we actually have people watching. Oh, yeah. That makes yeah, me a little more nervous. Watching. My hands are already sweating. You can't <laughs> see the comments on your phone, probably. Marion, no. can you see the comments? No, I can't. What comments are there? Am I the only one that can see the comments? You're the host. <laughs> I'm going to need another drink of rum <laughs> since people are watching. I didn't think anyone watched. I didn't. <laughs> no, we got, we got people online. Oh, God. Jamie, this is watching. You know, I love that, man. We'll get everybody listening to the podcast. If if you're watching this live and you want to listen to the podcast, make sure 
that you go to whatever your favorite uh, podcasting platform is and look up It's Rare and, and it should be there. You know, bringing up Jamie, that's a, another business that I bet's getting hammered right now. Can you imagine running an Airbnb or a real B and B? No one wants to no one wants to come up here right now. So I was just thinking yeah. about them too, yeah. wondering how the Steamboat Castle, if they were getting a lot of cancellations. Are those supposed to be canceled? I don't I don't understand what's going on. Maybe that's a little I'm not yeah. sure how that works. Right? I'm not sure. How so many questions. To be honest, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that if those kind of businesses can stay open. Right. And I also wouldn't be that surprised if People are still coming here because um, we're we're not a city, right? People are avoiding yeah. cities, but that doesn't mean they don't want to get out of the city. Yeah, well, but the only reason people come here is to drink and eat. Really, I mean, maybe well, some the hiking. Lake, the lake too. If you can just enjoy the lake from afar, yeah, a lot of great things here. The nature, the lake, the hiking. Yeah, I mean, so there is. The hiking's fun and everything, but just the time of the year, the way it's cold, right. it's already quiet anyways, right. you know. I hope they're all doing okay. I really do. Yeah, it's, it's going to hurt a lot of people. I'm really worried about... The reason I'm not open at the 18th Amendment, if anyone's wondering, is because I'm worried about other people. I have enough in- income in other jobs to take care of myself. So I don't want people to come to my place when they could go spend it at places where people really need it. Jamie says, Jamie says that they have had to cancel a few reservations at the bed and breakfast, but uh, the reservations are still coming in and uh, they're hoping that this law ends soon. Have you guys ever stayed there before? I stayed there before and I honestly think it's one of the most beautiful places on Cuba Lake to stay. Ginny is an amazing host. Jamie is the most funniest host I've ever come across. Um, But knowing those two as a couple, as a power couple, they're probably one of my most favorite people I've ever met in my whole life. And uh, definitely stay there if you can. Fresh scones every morning, right? You don't like scones. You don't eat scones now. Well, I don't eat scones, but that doesn't mean that it's not exactly <laughs> carnivore fruit. I love the idea that they do it. It's just not made out of the stuff that I eat. Oh, God. Well, no, I've never been know. invited to Jamie's. I think he's afraid I'll drink all his alcohol. Yeah, um, I would be, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you? I may, if he left it out long enough. Uh, he probably drink it all. It's a pretty I would make an attempt. <laughs> no. Yeah. Cool. And they have a dog there, Samantha, who's just so much fun to hang out with, too. But, no, it's a really cool place to go. Any, after all this, everyone should make reservations to go there. I like to talk about that place at the wine bar, too. Yeah. A lot of the uh, bed and breakfast in Penyon do a great job, really. I always Trimmer hear house. good things. Mm-hmm. Always. At all my businesses, everyone's always impressed with a lot of them. You know, you hear about... You know, you got Jamie's, you hear about Marla's and Tracy's, the Fox Run. You know, everyone is always happy with those places. Oh, Laurentide. Laurentide. Yeah. 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 No, they do a great job. And, you know, the hotels do a good job, too. And uh, obviously, I've had a lot of interaction with people um, 
via my my work with the outlet trail mm -hmm. and people coming and doing the bed and breakfast and wine tour coming down the trail uh coming downtown um they're always happy with every every part of that we do a great job in this region i think and especially uh you know cuca lake area of making this an awesome place for people to come visit yeah you you want to switch gears, Phil, and uh, talk about talk about the trail right now. I think a lot of people could use some time on the trail. I think uh, I went out and went for a hike, and it's the best I felt in probably a week. You know, for a hike or for a run? Well, no, it was like for a hike with my dog. You know, we okay. we own a hundred acres, so we just went around, cleaned up the trails, and. Like I said, I felt That's really awesome. good. Felt nice. Yeah. Well, speaking of dogs, yeah. uh, if you hear weird background sounds, that would be my dog because I'm at home now and uh, doing the social distancing thing. And my dog uh, doesn't love the podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, but yeah, no, the, the thing that I think, you know, everybody has different roles that they can kind of step into during a crisis and, and make a, a bigger uh, impact. And I think that probably the, the one that I have here is more on the uh, mental health side is that a lot of people are going to have struggles with mental health of being separated from other people. Um, being inside their house instead of having at least a reason to go outside for a few minutes twice a day to go to work and come home, right. if nothing else. Okay. And they're, they're, they've had a big part of their life removed um, because they're being told that they can't do it anymore. Yeah. And so, and, and kids can't go to school. Wow. So the role of the, the outlet trail being a, um, public place where people can go is so much more important now because people don't have any place else to go. And, um, you know, personal interpersonal interaction is super important, but, um, nature can, can really help people feel really a lot better. Yeah. And it's a great place. It's a, it's an outdoor classroom. Right. As far as I'm concerned, I never go out and don't learn something, you know, something about, trees the plants the animals i saw last time i went out there i saw about five red-headed woodpeckers oh cool and they would just kind of like fly down the trail and the redhead area huh <laughs> what the redhead area huh yeah but it's just like that kind of stuff i would love for you know everybody to be able to take their kid out on the trail everybody that has kids take your kid for a walk and give them a, a, a notebook and say, you know, write down, keep track of all the animals that you see or keep track of the animal signs that you see and then try to sketch what the animal looks like or, you know, see how many flowers you see that are starting to bloom. Things like that, that, yeah. you know, we kind of take for granted. The DEC did recommend, this was probably two weeks ago, one week ago, that definitely they're promoting a lot of people to go on the trails, definitely the isolated trails. So we're trying to keep away from each other. Right. And we did say all the parks are free. So Absolutely. what a great time. Phil, question for you. I know this might be, I don't know to be concerned about, but 
check for ticks too, right? Or is it still too cold for that, you think? No, it ticks in New York State, uh, ticks are active year round. Those are so bastards. There's, little bastards. Yeah, there's never <laughs> the wrong time for check to check for ticks. Put your mind to do that too, to check Those for that. They are bastards. <laughs> Don't get Lyme disease trying to avoid Corona disease. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> but encouraged to go out and walk this area. Most definitely. But the outlet trail. When I was in the wine bar, I'm looking out the window. I'm seeing whole, not everyone all together, but definitely people utilizing the trail as much as they can. It was nice. They to should. See that. They, they yeah. definitely do. I wish that bridge was completed. I know. Right? I've been seeing a lot of people out there, though. I walked uh, seven miles the other day. I saw um, about five bicyclists. I saw runners. I saw hikers. I saw about seven dogs. Nice. Saw all the birds are coming back. Yeah. And um, the flowers are starting to come out. The early ones are. And I saw a guy. We've got a guy out on the trail that, that's been helping a little bit lately. Um, he's in his 80s, I believe. Okay. And he just decided, hey, I'm going to come out and hey, I'm like, he's going to come out and he's going to uh, clean up the trail. So he's been out there. Um, he pulled like 2000 pounds of trash off the trail on his own. Good for him. So thank you. Thank you. Can you tell him thank you. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah that, that is kind awesome. of stuff. Especially in his yeah. 80s. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. He got sick of looking at the trash, so he, he said, you know what, I'm going to pull that stuff out of there. People so it's that kind of stuff that's just awesome this time of year. Yeah. All right. Now, this time of the year, is uh, do you get into the whole mushroom finding? Like, are you – There's a, I know there's a word. You got to talk to my brother. You got to talk – it's – oh, uh, what is the word for that? My, my co – I don't know. Oh, my brother is for it. big into that. He oh, loves yeah. It. I thought you'd be into it. Be out like trying no, to find no. chantrails, you know. The, I like, the I like forging, but I'm not a mushroom guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, right. You guys keep going. I'm going to be right back. I got to get cool. my dog to chew on so he doesn't make all sorts of racket. Yeah. Throw some meat. Throw some meat. <laughs> <laughs> so are you doing wine to go? Yeah, we are. So we're selling, we're selling bottles of wine to go. Okay. And growlers, because I have all that beer. I don't want to sit there. So just come on down. We can fill up your growler. We'll disinfect it. Um, but for 16 bucks, right now we have the Rootstock Cider. Um, we have the Nut Brown. We have Abandon's Oatmeal Stout. Um, oh, the K2 New England IPA, which is one of my favorites, too. Um so Your anyone... beer selection is really – people don't appreciate it. I don't think they get it. You have some great beer for a wine bar. Like, oh, thank you. Every time I go there, there's always something on tap that's pretty you know, impressive. You'd think yeah. a wine bar would have like pretty generic beer on tap, but you oh, do a pretty good no. job of getting uh, some awesome beer on I love beer. And when I had people come in, they would always ask, well, you should have more like local beer. I'm like, well, we keep, we keep changing it, but I always want to at least have New York beer, but it's yeah. not a horrible idea to have beer from elsewhere too. I mean, everyone needs to, you can come in and have your mouth is go to like different escapes to different regions. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. 
Um, but I would like to kick something so I can put the Climb and Binds green blonde on there. That would be fantastic. I, I picked that up from Chris. And then the whole shit happened. The worst St. Patrick's Day ever, by the way. <laughs> yeah. like they closed the bar just in time. It's like, yeah, right? It's like the worst timing of it all. But We've drank most our beer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it would be irresponsible <laughs> for me to leave it. So drink. Who is we? That's <laughs> okay. I I drank most <laughs> the beer we have. It was a tough job. Someone has to do it. Someone has, as an owner, you need to step up yeah. into your business. It would be a shame to see it go to waste. It would. My dad tried to tell me it would last, but I just couldn't take the risk. No, might as well just keep going. That's yeah. why I'm selling it by growlers. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm surprised more people are not ordering like wine to go or me. I'll deliver the wine. I would have delivered the wine to you. I have no problem doing that. Yeah. It was kind of a fun way to say see people from afar. Like, hey, how are you? But we've had local customer or loyal customers come in, and it's been so. I've been so grateful for that. Is that? Uh, are you still going to be doing the wine delivery? When I when I don't have my daughter, I was all I can do it. So I can do it Thursday, but I can't do it Friday and Saturday. Like delivering Maybe. bottles or glasses? Right. No, no bottles, bottles. Oh, not I'm, nobody breaks my one glass. No, no, no. no. no I, I, I didn't know. No, no, it's pretty good interesting. Question, though. Good, good, good yeah. question. But they're you good. can bring a open it for them. <laughs> but the um. We we've um, decreased our prices for the bottles too, and for food. So we're because we're obviously acknowledging the fact that everyone's um, income has decreased, but we're trying to be, be very thoughtful in that nature. But people need wine, people need alcohol. I'm sure the liquor stores are doing. Thankfully, they're open. Could you imagine if they were not open? They'd have to come to my distillery and pick up alcohol. It would be yeah. a shame. I think everybody should go to Barrington Distillery to pick up. They alcohol. should. Well, it's open do you today. carry only your alcohol, or do you carry other ones too? So I pretty much carry just mine. Uh, I do have like some Finger Lakes Distilling, some Crooked Tusker. You have Crooked Tusker. There? Yeah. At the do you have, location. Do you have Mackenzie Rye? Uh, I yeah. do in my restaurant. Uh, not, not not the distillery. But you should yeah, wait till you try the bourbon. You're gonna. Oh, we didn't even get I'm a chance to talk up. about that when we were live. But uh, I'll be releasing a bourbon probably next week. Great. Yeah, it's been three years in the barrel waiting. You know the. You guys don't mind if I nerd out, nerd out real quick. Yeah. Do it. I okay. love to nerd out. Okay, so when it comes to distilling, your best sellers bourbon. Because you're selling from forty to fifty dollars a bottle, but the toughest part is when you barrel age it. You're putting like twelve thousand dollars of product in a barrel, and crossing your fingers that it turns out right. It's pretty scary. So, like after three years, you you taste it. You're like, holy shit, this is good. People are gonna like it because when you first put it in, you're just like. You know, it's like throw, throwing money in stocks, you know, like risky stocks. You don't know what's going to happen. So it's pretty cool that it like comes out good. And it's really good. You're going to like it, Phil. 
You're, I hope they're going to appreciate worth it. more than my stocks are right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, <laughs> so when is it coming out? Next week? Should, next week or the week after. Okay. And then. So, how do people get that? Do you have a website? I don't. No. So, that'll be something I'll do on social media or Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know, I'll you just have post a, that we have it. That's yeah. specifically for yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. Barrington Distillers. Yeah. Okay. The one I message you on, on Facebook. That's the oh, main thing I use. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I, I should be a. That's not really a page though. That's like a. I have a page as well, but that's like a. That I can be personal with, which I like. You yeah. know, using it as that. Make it easier, with the yeah. page. Yeah. And so then, if you're looking, if they're looking for it, they can go to the Barrington Distillers Facebook page. Yeah. 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 And it's limited. We'll probably only have two hundred bottles. Oh, it's very limited. How much is that going to cost me? Forty dollars a bottle. All right. It's, a, it's actually the ch I shouldn't say cheapest, the most affordable bourbon, I believe, in the Finger Lakes. You know, craft. I don't think I've ever had bourbon before. Well, yeah, it's right in that range, at least. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Should be good. And then I have one Ruth, more cool thing. You okay, guys are gonna like this. Oh. I got a message from Ruth. She uh -oh. said, oh, no. One of those <laughs> bottles is mine. Oh. <laughs> she thinks she wants one, but I want one. So you sold three awesome. so far. Yeah, you already got three bottles sold. I actually have 48 bottles spoken wow. for, already paid for. Okay. That's how uh, crazy this is. People okay, are so put, excited for it. Can you put me down yeah. for one, Jesse? Hey, I'll, I'll save you one. It'll All be right. there. Done. So the next cool thing I wanted to tell you guys about. So we started making hand sanitizer at the distillery. Great and idea. we started Wednesday. And it's pretty cool. And I feel like we're doing our part. What we're going to do is we're going to do small, you know, like four ounce for people to buy if they want for themselves. And then we're going to do 375 milliliter bottles that we're going to try to donate to hospitals, businesses, anybody that's really lacking on the hand sanitizer. Yeah. And make sure you save enough for the 18th amendment. Yeah. 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 No, I, it's pretty cool. And it's a, it's a good way to feel like you can help out. Sorry. Well, no, we're not selling yet because I'm trying to get labels made for it. And okay. so we're just making it. Process is pretty easy. So it's supposed to be in uh, over 60% alcohol, which mm -hmm. when we distill, it's 90%. You know, so you're not really worried about it. Uh, and then we use aloe vera gel, some tea tree oil, and essential oils. No, some, yeah. some oils. Yeah. yeah. Did, did and, a, did a, no offense to the ladies, but did a lady tell you to do that? Yeah, was my girlfriend. Mom? Yeah, my my girlfriend with the tea tree <laughs> oil. That was her dude. Uh, I love Mary, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it Jamie smells good. Would it like doesn't dry out your hands. Well. What were you saying, Phil? Said Jamie Sisson would like a bottle of the bourbon as well. Oh, okay, see. not the hand sanitizer. I the want bourbon. the hand sanitizer. <laughs> we'll all get a round of hand sanitizer. <laughs> Jesse, let yeah. us know when the hand sanitizer is going to be available as well. 
For sure. Yeah. So are you are you making that with grain or yeah. just sugar? Yeah, grain alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, it doesn't take much, really. You can make it at home. Uh, could you make it just with pure sugar? Yeah, you could. Yeah. Sure, but sugar's expensive. So you don't you rather use grain. Grain you know, for cost. Like rum, uh this rum here, you know, most rum. This is probably tea because they have sugar cane. You know, we don't have sugar cane, so we have to buy sugar, you know, 50 pound bags or $25 where a hundred pounds of corn is maybe $2 and $3, you know? So yeah, you definitely want to use grain. You don't use sugar unless you're really trying to make something expensive up here. Yeah. This is exciting. So you have to wait on labels. So how long is the wait on the labels? Uh, I'm hoping next week, hoping to get it out. I'd like to get it out to the hospitals because I know they're struggling to keep hand sanitizer going. So Black Button's doing it in Rochester. Saw that. that they're doing it. Yeah. And no one's doing it in the Finger Lakes. So we thought we might I jump on saw, it. Uh, I just saw from Cider Creek in Canisteo a post that they were taking and it. I don't know why they wouldn't. Um, maybe just for time's sake, why they wouldn't distill, why why they wouldn't uh, ferment corn, but they were planning on taking some of their cider and okay. distilling that mm. to uh, make hand sanitizer. And they had some aged cider that they were planning on turning into hand sanitizer. It's probably cider that they had that went bad or, you know, it's a good way to maybe. get rid of, Bad wine, cider, beer. You think of it, anything that goes bad, you can distill it and get the pure alcohol out of it. I have a lot of people. I probably do that 10 or 20 times a year for different companies. You know, distill bad wine a lot of times. And then they take it and they'll fortify poor wine with it. Interesting. Yeah. You must have, uh, so do you do a lot of, uh stuff for outside companies distilling yeah. wise yeah yeah i do a lot uh i just made 53 gallons of rum for a distillery in buffalo that's good that just just opened maybe two three weeks ago so they're probably getting i can't even imagine how this is going for him uh yeah, he's a good friend of mine he quit his job as a lawyer in new york city to open this place and uh his wife probably wants to kill him. She wanted to kill him when he did it to start. Now she's probably really mad. Unfortunately, maybe he should go. Maybe he should practice a little bit of law in the meantime. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I hope he does. Law on yeah. work, work on his business. I mean, I I don't know. I know this is a hard time for businesses because they can't operate in the way that they'd like to operate. But I'd like to think that this is a time when businesses can. Um, try to work on their model, work on alternative uh, revenue streams, work on, you know, what are we going to do when this all clears up? Of course, not knowing what the world's going to look like then. Right. But I think it's a time to get active on uh, your social media, work on your advertising websites. It's a good time to really really get on the networks, <laughs> I guess you call it. Uh, something I lack on 
So, well, we're forced to do this too because you can't. Word of mouth is kind of hard now. Can't really see anybody. So the right. whole IT thing, like we, if anyone saw how we were fumbling around this morning, <laughs> it's quite oh, comical. That was rough. <laughs> that was rough. Thanks, Phil. Yeah, thank you. you know what? Thanks, Phil, for being so gracious of being a great host. So I'm just glad. You know, this is our first uh, live podcast. It's our first video podcast. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just glad that we were able to work this out. Uh, StreamYard, this isn't costing me anything. There you go, StreamYard. Shout out, StreamYard. I love this your speaker on your, on your whiteboard there, bud. You see it? Up? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen it. What is it? It's his face. That's his face. Oh, right there. Uh, here we go. Well, you guys can do the whole sticker thing because of your like you facial hair. You got a sticker, right? No, we tried doing it. It just doesn't look like me. Can we get someone on the podcast that will tell us how to pronounce rare? Like how it's <laughs> rare. really pronounced. Yeah, because it's not rar. It's rare. It's rare, it's yeah. rare right? It's rare. Yeah. But I that's, but I say uh, it's rar. Right. Well, I mean, and that's why it's named "It's Rare" is because right. you think it's rare, but it's rare. Yeah, it's it's definitely rare, uh, in my opinion. Jesse, we should do this every Sunday. I think that we would should be do fun. Sunday. Jesse, are you going to the your distillery on Sunday or no today? Yeah, yeah, I'll right. be up there after we hop off. About one o'clock is when I said I would probably be up there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there a cat now? Someone's got a cat too. It's my cat. I'm sorry. Oh god, all the animals. <laughs> Here's uh Kyle Fitzpatrick listens to the podcast and he's he's watching live now and um he, he wanted Hi, to share that uh he likes his meat like he likes me white. Okay. <laughs> chicken. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I guess chicken pork. <laughs> Are there other white? Hey Kyle and Heather, I miss your faces so much. Yeah, it's. I'm glad that they moved here. They came up from Maryland and they decided this was home, and glad they did. Now they're in Geneva. I wonder how Geneva's doing. Haven't been in Geneva yeah. forever. Geneva sounds weird right now. I don't know. I haven't heard a lot of new stuff out of people that I know that live there. Right. But uh, you know the there was a big thing that the police arrested somebody that was being tested the other day. Being and what? So, well, six of the police were um, in isolation oh. because they arrested somebody that had coronavirus symptoms and was being tested for it. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on up there right now. <laughs> Geneva's crazy. I'd like to live in the country right now. This is coming from the boy from Barrington. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I would want to stay as far away from big cities as possible. I love Barrington. It's very quiet. You don't worry about anything. You see your one car a day. It's nice. Yeah. Sounds nice. Kyle and Heather have not gone to the store or seen any other human beings in eight days. Good idea. Oh. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Those two are I so much fun. I had to go. I had to go to Aldi. Which is behind it. your place. It's it's really close. Don't tell everybody where I live, but it's Sorry. really close. To <laughs> are, are people going to stalk you, Phil? Well, this is going to be on the internet. 
Oh, true. True. You never know. I always hope that somebody would want to stalk me. Uh, I don't think it would happen. Yeah. Very flattering. Yeah. It would be. I would, I'd be flattered. At least somebody's interested. <laughs> Thanks. My girlfriend says it's not going to happen. So no. I shouldn't worry. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be okay. So, hey, quick thing. Uh, what do you think about all the business owners getting together? Is I know we're practicing social distancing, but my friend Gage Otterson that owns the Himrod Eagle now, uh, we were talking. It would be cool if we could get everyone together at each person's place, but I know we're limited. You can't be in groups of 10 or more, but right. once a week to go to each other's place, talk business, what the best thing is that we could do to kind of get through this because this could be months uh, do you guys think it'd be bad to do to a meet up with business owners i don't think it's a horrible idea i just don't know what the restrictions are with that right um, but meeting other business owners like that though like i drive by the himrod no yeah himrod eagle i drive by that like every day and okay. they are just new owners there though too right jesse they yeah, just yeah. Over. he just bought it yeah why don't we uh why don't why don't we just set it up to do it online? Okay. Let's start there. Okay. Yeah. Eventually these restrictions will come apart one day. I don't know when, but I think it's yeah. a great idea. His no, name's Gage? Something. Yeah, Gage Otterson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Was he still guy. with like white Merlot soup there? Mushroom soup? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. From the well, Bellangelo white Merlot? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I don't know. What, no, I I've had it before. It's really, really good. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, he's got a he's a one. So I'm the best man in his wedding, and he's got a wedding coming up in June. So I can't imagine, you know, how it's going. What the idea is? We had a bachelor party at the end of April, and it's like canceled. You know, yeah. you can't go to Nashville, Tennessee, right now. No. Um, yeah. All right, crazy. Well, let's, let's work on that though. So yeah. we'll put you two in charge of that, right? Yeah, Phil. Phil, Phil. that's a great idea. Yeah, I'll Rar. Get it going. He's got it. Jamie Sisson already. He's he's watching. He says that they're in. They're in, and uh, online awesome. sounds great. That sounds awesome. Let's do it. Let's so, pick a day. Let's pick a day right now. What day are we looking at? Wait, wait. <laughs> you can't. You can't just commit right now. We gotta. We got a plan. I don't like I don't like how Marianne's like that. Every time we're at my bar, we plan something. She's like, so when? What day? And right. I'm like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Jesse, do you remember? I already put it in my phone the social Bloody Mary. I already oh, tell you about that. It's already in my phone. There you go. You know, I think that if if you're not willing to commit a day, why bring it up? Right, true. That that's true. Jesse, no. it was for April 5th. It was already in my calendar. It, April fifth. I called it the bloody social. Did you? Nice. <laughs> well, we should try to contact some people and see how it goes uh, next Sunday. Or the Sundays are perfect. Sounds good. Do we sounds good. How many people can you get in here, Phil? Six, right? Oh, well, uh, on here to to stream live, I can get up to six. Um, and I think I can add a couple others that are audio only, but. 
Um, if we're just going to have a, a meeting, a private meeting, um, we can use some other software and we can get quite a few people on. Okay. Yeah. That would be cool. We and then always be, as we want. And be able to put it on the Facebook. Right. You know who I want to put yeah. on here? Sherry Broadman from the flower shop. Yeah. Oh yeah. To be able to, to be able to stream and do it on Facebook, we would, we would have to have uh, no more than six, but if we were going to do, if we just wanted to have a meeting with actual business owners to discuss stuff, to figure out how to get through this, Okay. Uh, we can do that offline with quite a few people. Yeah. So now is that something we'd have the ability to record and upload later? So other business owners could watch it and see what we're uh, thinking. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I've got a way that we can, we can record it and we can share it later. Yeah. Cause I think uh, a lot of people would like to be there, but can't Right. It'd be nice to let them hear what we're all talking about. I think a lot of people would be informed with what happy with what we're talking about today. You know, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking the same things we are. Absolutely. Well, everybody's worried. I think the, the question is, you know, we're closing things down. We've got, um, all sorts of restrictions on what people can do. Um, obviously, we've got a lot of businesses that took those um, actions prior to them being required because they said, look, um, we need to either, you know, I'm fine, we need to support other businesses or, hey, look, uh, this is a really serious issue and I believe what they're telling me and the best way to act on this is to shut it down or change our business model. Well, now the question is, you know, where do we go from here? Where does it end? Right. Um, what's our way out of this? I mean, they're saying it might be over a year before we get a vaccine. Um, I'm not sure how we're doing on these treatments. Um, and it it's scary for a lot of people not knowing, you know, we got kind of, just thrust upon us quicker than we thought it was going to happen. And then now we don't know how, how long it's going to last. And it's going to be really scary for a lot of people. And I think the question is, how do we take advantage of the situation? Not in a bad way, but how do we, how do we take advantage of this as a way to move forward right. and, and, you know, find a way around it, adapt. And, uh, how does it end? I think the goal is to minimize all the negativity as much as we can. And I know maybe you might agree or disagree, but I, I tr I'm trying really hard to look on a positive note. Like I looked at this week and it was like, we learned a lot at the wine bar, what worked, what didn't work. Okay. How do we mold it into next week and see how this works? Because I don't want to be defeated. And I'm pretty sure a lot of us don't want to be defeated as well, but we have to keep mo moving forward and figure out how this is going to work. But Phil, I think you're right. Like, let's try to figure this out. This is a great time to tweaking things. And this is this platform here is going to help to share that message too. Um, but all of us are in the same boat and all of us want to be supportive of one another. And how do we, how do we do it? Yeah. Yeah. I say comply with the quarantine. Uh, a lot of people aren't yeah. doing I, their part, uh, yeah. especially the younger generation. I know I'm 28. So I kind of fit in there. 
But, yeah, uh, you're only 28. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you see these videos of these kids on spring break, or you see young kids are having parties at their houses. And it didn't really kick in until I talked to Phil at the bar. And he told me, you know, you're not worried about yourself. You're worried about the next person that could die. And it's time for you to do your part stay home for two weeks and let this thing be over. The more you're out, the more you're screwing around, the longer it's going to take. So, it's the one time in your life you get to be lazy and sit in front of the TV and hang out and people can't even do that. And it's kind of scary. But that's not, yeah. that's not what we should be doing right now. This well, is a time this, you're, you're right on the, it's not about us and we do need to, we do need to do this for other people people and i think that most of us would do this voluntarily once we get that wake-up call of oh my gosh this isn't about me it's about my grandparents or my best friend's grandparents or uh, my neighbor that you know has a lung disease but this is a time when we need to take action and just because you're home doesn't mean that you can't do anything it doesn't make you powerless oh, true. this is this is your time when when you can try to find some way to have a positive effect on your life, on your family, on society. And uh, I mean, that's, don't just sit on your butt at home and bitch about what's on Netflix because that's not, that's not what this is for. Well, it's not helpful, but I would, rather people sit at home instead of going out and spreading it. It's kind of, I, I agree. It's a good time to, you know, self-health, you know, maybe do some stretching, do some running, work on yourself. And at the same time, do what you can for the public. You know, it's, we stopped all liquor production. And we're doing hand sanitizer production. You know, it's kind of, we're trying to do our part. You know, but if, even if you're not going to do your part with making things better, just sit home. I mean, that that's how I feel. I just the quicker everyone complies, the quicker this is over yeah. and you can let other people do the right thing. So, that's kind of the way making, I feel. Yeah. A lot of folks are uh, sewing the masks now. That's, oh, that's cool. A good idea. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that that's really cool. And you know, I seen Elon Musk uh, thing. You know that they're going making a bunch of ventilators and masks and stuff like that. I'd like to see more businesses do that. The bigger businesses, and they're figuring out ways now to use respirators for multiple people. It sounds like I'm not sure if they've this yet but uh, they're basically working on engineering a way that one respirator can work for two people um weird what'd you say i said it's kind of weird how's that work i don't know i don't know it's new technology it's brand new that they're trying to figure this out to make it i mean imagine immediately doubling the number of people that we can have on respirators that'd be huge yeah Mm -hmm. and then they're working on um 3D printing uh, a part that goes in respirators that uh, is expand that's uh, 
what do you call it? Uh, it's basically single use. So it only works for a limited amount of time. They got to throw it out. So they're working on 3D printing those. They're working on uh, new models for respirators that are that are simpler. So there is a lot of creativity going around and that's going to help a lot of people. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. No, that's a, uh, uh, there's two ways you can look at this. Either we're going to learn a lot from this experience and hopefully society's cleaner. We're ready for something like this again. And we kick back up and get going or we're going to, have a tough time getting the economy going back again. So I've had this conversation with multiple people and that's the way it seems to go. It's either this is a good thing or it's a bad thing. And uh, I think whatever way it goes, it's going to go that way pretty heavily. Yeah. The thing that, the thing that really bothers me is we've been doing this for, I mean, we've been really on lockdown here for about a week. Um, and we've been kind of dealing with the situation in some way for a few weeks and, and figuring out, you know, what do we do with this surprise pandemic that we didn't know about that's super contagious that you don't even know you've got it. And the way that we're handling this, obviously we're encouraging the regular things like hand washing and social distancing. And if you're sick, staying home, but, and I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but the flu has killed more people. I'm not saying that this isn't potentially, this doesn't have the potential to be more serious than the flu, but the flu has killed more people. And why don't we take some of these precautions? I'm not saying we need to lock everybody down and shelter in place, but why don't we take some of these precautions with the flu? Why don't we say, you know what, if you've got the flu, and you come to work anyway, you're an asshole. Well, if, that's not the employee's fault sometimes, too. Other people or the other coworkers might perceive it. Like, you're not really sick. Just come to work. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like this has changed so many things moving forward. Don't expose everyone. Stay right. home. And it's okay. And as long as your, your business can help you with that, and you don't have, like, coworker shame or anything like that, I think that would go a long way because you have some people that do take advantage of the situation. Right. Or how do you balance all of that? I don't really know. Well, the sad work, part is. Athletics. Oh, go Sorry ahead, Bill. I work in athletics. Right. Every year, I, I I interact with tons of people. So if I get the flu, I'm out. Right. Fortunately, um, that hasn't happened while I've been doing this job, but. If, if I get the flu and I go to work anyway, I contact maybe a hundred plus people every day. So, and sometimes several hundred a day. Mm -hmm. So that can be a major issue of me being a vector to spread the flu. If somebody comes in and every year it happens, people come into my office and they say, Hey, uh, I think I've got the flu. What am I going to do to make your flu better? My job is to make your injury better. If you come here and give me the flu, that takes me away from 100 other people. Right. Go to a doctor, go to a nurse, get tested. Find out if you got the flu, if you think you've got the flu. If you've got a fever, don't be here. Don't be where 
um, you're going to make it worse for other people. So um, it's just that kind of stuff that drives me nuts. And so for me, it's just like, can we start to take some of these precautions? If you've got the flu, go to a doctor instead of an athletic trainer. Oh my gosh. Do you, remember, do you remember the time you told me that you, you thought I had the flu? And I did. And I got that checked out. And I do not have the flu. Okay. Didn't have the- I didn't have the flu. But I felt good knowing I didn't have the flu, though. <laughs> so isn't the issue with people going to work the fact that most people live paycheck to paycheck? Right. Yeah. I mean, the majority of Americans have $400 to spare. Uh, it's, I think that's why people go to work. Trust me. I think a lot of people that could sit home and get better, they would. It's the people, you know, they have to provide for their families. So they feel like they have no other choice but to go to work. And that's a yeah. whole bigger yeah. problem. Uh, We've got to solve that. So. Did but you if see you, that formal? <clears throat> I'm sorry. What was that, Phil? I was just going to say, if you show up, if especially if you're an athlete, if you show up, you've got the flu. Are you in a sick weekend state more important to your team than having the rest of your team be healthy? If oh, you go to your work, is you not at your 100% level being there, is that more important to that team? Right than having everybody else be able to be there. Yeah. As long as you're not Michael Jordan. If you're Michael Jordan, then you get <laughs> everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> do they do these kids even know who Michael Jordan is anymore? I hope so. I yeah, hope they they got so. Jordan shoes. They they yeah, must know. know. Yeah. Wearing that though. Yeah. Sorry, Marion, what were you gonna say? I was going to say Cuomo put out in uh, January 2020 for companies that have 10 employees or more there. Um, I think he's mandated that they have to have um, five paid sick days. So that was rolled out in the beginning of the year. Um, and, you know, the, I think I think it forces businesses to none of us are prepared for this. I mean, none of us were. So this forces us to make preparations for this moving forward. And and I have a great employer, Joe, at Cardinal, who's been nothing but gracious, and he's trying to figure it out too. Um, but I'm th- I'm very thankful that I have a great boss as well. But he's a good guy. He's a great guy. So I had a question for you, Marion, because mm-hmm. I'm not around children. What is uh? How does Portia act? Does she she get it, or do the kids are they scared? Yeah. Do they care at all? So. I don't have her this weekend, obviously, but she's so angry and she doesn't understand because she just wants to see her friend. She wants to have a normal life. And it's like, you can't see her. She can't do that. Can you imagine that? Like the other day where she's like, I really want McDonald's. And I'm like, and I felt guilty taking her to McDonald's where I could have got taken out from someplace else. But that made her so happy to have that. That was a little bit of normalcy for her to have. Um, I don't Have you know talked to her about it? I talked to her a little bit about it. It's hard for a seven-year-old to comprehend this. And I haven't talked to her in a few days right now, too. So I don't know where she is right now um, mentally thinking about this because it's hard. But um, I was talking to a couple people, um, one of a couple of um, friends on, on, 
on uh, the computer. And they were saying Connecticut, they were doing the online learning on the computer. And I'm like, how does that work? How do you guys do that? That's going to be so super stressful for teachers, having them to have this kind of normalcy. Because not all um, parents have computers at home or they're, they're not able to stay home. Like this is hard for all of us. But for having kids to understand, what do, what do we expect for them to comprehend right now? Right. Other than she's like, anything that goes wrong, she's like, it's the coronavirus. I'm like, <laughs> just joking about it. I think we just yeah. have to be easier on each other. And I think that we have to have compassion. Right. Oh, gosh. Compassion, patience. Yeah. Try not to take it out on your kid or any of your loved ones. Like, everyone, we're all going through something really hard. And it's, try, it's hard to articulate it. Um, yeah. Even something so simple where, a child's just trying to do something or your loved one's trying to do something and you're like so irritated with them. Like take that time out for yourself and go out for a walk, go try to do something different. Cause walk you the trail, you need, Outlet you, trail. Need, you need that time for yourself. Yeah. Really, There's a lot. Try to do it. Today's a great day. I'm trying to do that right now. Yeah. It's a little home. cold out, but it does look beautiful. I have a hat. I have a jacket. I'll figure <laughs> it out. Make sure you've got good, Pockets or gloves or something. My hands were freezing when I was walking the dog out there. Was it chilly? I'll bring gloves. Thank you for that yeah. reminder. I always forget about gloves. Yeah, gloves are tough. Gloves are tough. That's true. So, Marianne, you got to go, right? I got to go. Jesse, are you? You got to head into the distillery. Yeah, I guess it would be a good time to end it. Like I said, I'm. You can uh... keep going if you want, but Marianne's got to go. <laughs> I got to go. I'm sorry. I'm sure people are probably bored. What does Jamie Sisson say? <laughs> Jamie said that people just have to remember what is essential and what is not. All right. There you Fair go. Fair enough. And also, Marianne, um, Heather was sad that you weren't able to have your brunch plans for today. <sighs> I miss everybody. Yeah. It's tough. We're we're going. We'll see each other on the other side. Find find ways to connect. Find ways to get outside and make sure that you're keeping yourself right. Yeah, that's true. All right, we'll see you Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I'm down for Sunday. If you guys want to, even let's if it's it. just us again, we can. Well, make everybody it. else wants to. I'm sure a regular occurrence. Want to get on here? Get on here. So, sounds good. All right, guys. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, you guys have a great day. Uh, this was it's rare. Rar. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Everybody take care. Everyone stay safe. See you guys. Thanks. Bye.